Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Phoenix. Welcome back to another episode of Rise Again Podcast. On this week's episode, I have the homie Comms coming in. He's an artist here, originally from Des Moines, but now he has ventured and traveled out to Cali um, to do his thing out there, man. So I haven't talked with him in a while, and it's going to be dope to you know just talk with him and have another conversation, another great conversation, and uh, just catch up, honestly. We get to hear his story, you know, how he's been doing, the growth since he's moved from Iowa to Cali. And uh, just anything he has going on, man, I can't wait to talk with him. But before we get into that, I want to thank you guys, man. I want to thank you guys so much. Um, we just wrapped up pre-order for the Stay Climbing Collection, my first ever clothing collection. Um, something that, like I've mentioned on the past couple of podcasts, on you know, in social media posts and everything, just something that means a lot to me, man. So um, I just want to thank you guys, man, for anyone who ordered, for anyone who liked, shared, from the bottom of my heart, man, it just, it means so much, man. It just, I, I really, it just is so crazy to see the support. And this is just a vision I've had for a long time, man. And it's not even about the clothing. It's to create a culture, it's to create a brand and create, you know, something that inspires other people, man. That's, that's part of what I want to leave my legacy as. So um, hopefully, you know, what I'm doing here and, you know, with the clothing, with everything and just the whole state climbing movement, uh, you know, hopefully I can inspire the next person to take that first step and continue climbing, man. So shout out to everybody who ordered, liked, shared, like all that. Um, but for anyone who did order, we are currently in the process of creating and, uh, you know, delivering your order, man. So I, I do want to say, give a quick uh, couple shout outs, man. I want to start off by saying thank you so much to um, the Ink Space team, man, Tanantino. I want to thank you guys so much, man. They helped not only just throughout this process of Rise Again, man, from creating, you know, and having the vision of us, you know, working on this logo um, to screen printing, of course, the clothing. If you guys need any screen printing needs, any graphic design, um, you know, they've been killing it, man, from working on, um, you know, countless projects to even helping out with flyers like the UVT um you know, flyer for the show coming up, you know, they, they have a lot of talents, man, they, and they're local and they're just amazing attention to detail on the product. So if you guys want to go ahead and check them out, that again is Ink Space. Um, they'll get you right and everything. Again, shout out to Tanantino. And I want to shout out Bowie, man. I, I've shouted out, you know, obviously on many occasions and everything, but um, Bowie, Bowie played a different part with this this project here. Um you know, he, he ended up being a model for me, man, and it was just so dope to uh, to unlock that side. We always joke around, and I always joke around saying, like, you know, I'm his personal photographer because um, I, I just, I like to see people, you know, have fun and, you know, just uh, create an energy when taking photos and everything. And, you know, I'm not even, you know, I'm nothing compared to, you know, some of the likes of the creators in the city when it comes to photography, but it's just something I enjoy to do. And, um, obviously with the drop, I wanted to have like a model. So I hit him up and I was like, bro, I need you to be this model. He was down right from the jump. Um, we had a lot of fun doing it. So again, I just want to say shout out to Bowie, man. Uh, you know, I've, I've stated on like Neek's podcast and everything, man, that's a brother for life and, um, we'll always help each other build and grow. And, uh, guys, you got to stay tuned, man. Uh, you know, he's got something on the way for you guys as well with VXH gear. So again, shout out to Bowie. Um, and just, man, I just am so excited to, for everything to come in, everything to get created and get, you know, delivered to you guys and you guys rock, um, you know, the rise again clothing, man. It's just something that I've had a vision for, for a long time. So to see it fulfilled is just really, um, it's a blessing, man. And I'm, I'm just really excited for the future. That's all I can say. 
um, as far as everything else goes, guys, you know, you know the drill, uh, everything. If you need any vintage, hey, I'll plug myself, man. That's all I, <laughs> I'll do it sometimes. But if you need any vintage, man, hit up Boeri or, um, you know, message us on Instagram at the archive IA. Check out our Depop, anything like that. Um, as far as everything else, you know, with just the city, I, I want to give a couple shout outs, man. I really do. I want to give a shout out to Be Well. Um, the Be Well Foundation and everybody, they just hosted an amazing event. The long shots, um, just, it's just, it's such a great thing to see, you know, events put on for, you know, not only to raise money for the youth in the city, but to put it on, you know, an event for the city, for the youth. Um, it's just really, you know, dope to see. And, uh, I I just, again, want to shout out to Be Well and, and the whole Be Well Foundation, um man uvt uh they they are about to put on a show as you guys you know heard last week man um and again thank you guys for listening to last week's episode uh with lease man it was a great episode great conversation uh but they have their show november 6th at woolies guys go check them out um bowie and i will be there vending you know slinging some vintage so you know come say what's up man um i'm always down to have a conversation it doesn't even have to be about you know anything i'm just i'm always down to talk so um that's november 6 guys uh, so shout out to ubt but i'm just overall excited man we're getting we're closing in guys we're closing in on what has been definitely a a crazy year but hopefully you guys are staying optimistic hopefully you guys are staying positive and um, we're heading on you know the right direction man it's october we got two months you know till december three till uh 2021 guys so how are you gonna spend those last three months man how are you gonna you know just elevate yourself and get ready for this next climb you know don't don't um you know release on the gas pedal you know what i mean like keep on going stay climbing like i always say but um i'll stop talking man because we actually got a pretty long interview coming up uh with comms here it's over an hour so guys you know get cozy get ready get some popcorn get some i don't even know man get get a healthy snack if you're about that but just uh chill back relax if you're driving on the way to work man um, thank you for listening. Thank you for everybody for listening. Again, you can listen to the podcast on uh, what Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're now on iHeartRadio. Anywhere where you get your podcasts, um, you can find Rise Again Podcasts. So thank you guys for listening, man. I'll stop talking. Let's get into this interview. This is Comms. Let's go. Man, so welcome everybody back to Rise Again Podcast. Got a very special guest today coming all the way from Cali. Iowa to Cali, we're making connections, guys. We're we're reuniting. It's a beautiful thing. We got comms in the building, man. Say what's up to the people. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, I appreciate the intro, bro. I like how I'm a Cali connect now. Like I'm like the plug out. Yeah, you're the plug out there. You know, you, you moved away from us, and so now now I got a plug in Cali. It's all good. Though. I appreciate you. All good. It's whatever. You know, I hit, I got you at the thrift, bro. Don't, don't trip on it. How you been, bro? Um, honestly. It's it's been a bittersweet this last year, like with uh, COVID hitting, it's uh, it hit us exceptionally hard because we have so many damn people out here. But also, um, I get to see the sunshine like every day, bro. Like it has been, I don't know if it's rained a day since I've been here. Damn. And for that seasonal depression, that shit has been just upping, uh, upping my mood and upping my creativity and everything. So, um those uh those rays from the sun have been doing me right but at the same time it's shitty because i can't be happy about anything you know because i'm like oh this event is gonna come up and it never does Mm -hmm. it's it's been a weird year man it's definitely we'll get into everything kind of how your year's been going and everything um it it for sure has been a year but um (laughs) getting started man why don't you introduce yourself for the people that you know don't know who you are 
Uh, my name is Combs. Uh, it was short for Comandante. Uh, I've been known as Julian. I've been known as Marcos. Just I don't care what you call me as long as you keep calling. Um, but I am a rapper, singer, producer, writer, poet, just a musician and an artist and a creative all around. And um, I'm also just a pretty young brown boy. That's kind of just my whole thing. <laughs> there we go. The man of yeah, man, uh, many names is calm. Many so, names, yeah. and talents, <laughs> jack of all trades, master of none, you know? Oh, for real, man. And, um, you know, we've known each other for a bit. And uh, definitely, uh, like I've mentioned to many people and shared a bunch of times, man, the talent's there with you. And um, I'm excited to talk with you again, man. And, uh, Thank you, man. Thank you. You know, it's just it's it's been dope to see your growth, man, and see uh, you know how you've you know progressed as an artist and as a as a person. And you know, I kind of wanted to dive a little bit deep into that, man. Like meeting you from you know back in the the, the last gen pop up days into seeing like you know, and I remember even back then, man, like meeting you, I, I it was something different, man. Like I, when you meet certain people, you see like their vision and you see kind of who they are. And so like when I met you and you're talking like, yo, I'm an artist, and I checked you out, like. I saw the flow was there, you know, and that was back when you were just, you know, mainly doing a lot of like the rap and shit. Like now you're mm -hmm. progressive as an artist, I feel like. But what do you kind of feel like, you know, over the past couple of years, you know, how how do you feel like you've changed as a person or maybe as an artist? As a person, I've done a lot of maturing. Um, it's amazing to like, I honestly don't look back at my progress. Like I remember those days that you mentioned. Um as a human being, though, I have found different forms of love. I found self-love, which has been just the most incredible experience. And I've been able to, like, see through a lot of the bullshit, which has been great. Like, there's just a lot of not just people, but, like, instances in life where I've kind of just sat there and been like, uh, sorry, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've sat there and been like, uh, like, this is some bullshit. This isn't going to progress me. This isn't going to progress the people that I'm around or this isn't going to progress my pockets or my music or anything or the people that I love. I've learned uh, to love my not I don't call them my fan base at all. I call everybody who supports my music is my kin because they're putting their money and their time and their effort into everything that I'm doing. And that's exactly what my family's done. Like, I don't want to build. Um, I don't want to build no fan base. Like, I want to build a family, like a very close, tight knit family. So I've learned to like not push people at uh put them at arm's length and take them for granted as an artist though i've found like <laughs> there's been a huge there was a huge insecurity with me man like when you step in the studio session and, or at the when you're at the homie's house recording like for me it was really rough because i was like i wanted to branch out and make different types of music for the longest time but i was just so like in my shell as an artist, because everybody was just like, nah, bro, just rap. Like, you need to just rap. Like, you, you got bars, bro. Just stick to that. And it's like, if I tried to say, hi, I want to do something else, everybody, for the most part, would be like, uh, okay, I'm not going to listen. But I just, like, stopped listening to – I stopped making music for artists, for other artists' validation, and started making it for the people who love my music's validation. And that was just a huge step up for me. So now, like, I, I had this homegirl – uh shout out Mila, but she told me like she goes hey um i just want you to know that whatever you drop like we will um uh, like i'm gonna support you and the ones that love your music we're, are gonna support you no matter what so i was like okay fucking cool and let's just like take it to 100 so um that's kind of it yeah i just kind of 
drop the bullshit out of life and like it's tight because i'm only like 21 i just turned 21 this year mm. so i'm like i can decipher through all the bullshit and i'm like damn i have like 60 more years to go of just <laughs> yeah being able to see through that shit so it's tight no it is it's dope to uh and you know realizing at a young age too is always great because when you start to see like you mentioned like the self-love and like how how important it is and it's so true man like to to love yourself and then love what you're doing behind that is like it's like top three things for me in life. So when you're looking at, you know, not only coming up as an artist, you know, everybody has like, wants their hand in like the jar, you know what I mean? Like they always want something like a different idea of who an artist should be or who are you as an artist should be. So for you to mm-hmm. find that kind of growth within these past couple of years, man, like I've, I've, like I said, I've personally been seeing it, but then also it's so like, it's amazing to see that you're seeing it too. And, um mm. not, not trying to make it to like you know and that's with anything man like you, you mentioned the artist validation like to reach out to others and like want their validation like bro what do you think of my track um talking about other artists and shit versus like what is my like you know you mentioned the kim man like what what is my my family what is the people around me that have been supporting me like what do they think man like are they fucking yeah. with it and that's kind of important and what are you fucking with like that's really what's you know what it's exactly. about it's, exactly. it's it's the switch up and like trying to you know try different things i mean that's with anything bro it's like it's so important to go out and you know do different things and you you know you've been doing that man and you mentioned like before you know you mentioned comms you mentioned julia and you know all that stuff like that i feel like that was all like just different ideas of who you wanted to be and um mm-hmm. do you feel like there's like uh each artist name or like each idea of who you wanted to be was kind of like a period in time in your life oh absolutely bro like for sure, like with this new uh track that I've uh that I've come with um called Sprung, like there's definitely Julian in that because during the time where I was like trying to more so become Julian, um he was very like Sancho, like like very fucking like um like trying to be not trying to be, but just I was very in tune with like my sexual charisma and like my fucking looks and the way Mm -hmm. that I dressed. And it was just like a very smooth version of myself that as I look back at it now, I'm like, damn, bro, that was just literally you. Like you were just being a 20 year old. Like (laughs) you were just like, that was it. It was just going to like that feeling of going to parties and drinking and then like getting tipsy and being able to talk to anybody or do whatever. Like that was Julian and Comandante was me being a 15, 16, maybe 17 year old being like, yo, I want to be the best rapper that I can be. But like, don't get me wrong. I'm forever indebted and grateful for hip hop. But it's like, if you're just making rap track after rap track after rap track, and you don't try anything else ever, it gets to be like less artistically fulfilling. Mm -hmm. You know, it gets to be like, okay, cool. Like I dude, I can rap a verse I like you could put about anybody up against me that you know, and I'll I'll be like, okay, bro, like we can go verse for verse, like let's just do it. But there again, there's no validation in that. Like, there's always gonna be a quicker gun in the West, you know. So like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. Instead of me trying to be the best rapper the world's seen, like, what do I like? Like, I love hip hop, but like, I love my favorite genre of music is funk and R and B and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, instead of like me. Like, I would feel like Julian was the step between those, whether whereas Comandante was, like, just me 
again, being a rapper. And Julian was like, hey, bro, like, there's other things you can make and do. And, like, you don't have to, you know, be pigeonholed to one thing. You can do anything that you ask or put your mind to. There's always going to be someone who's going to, like, there will always be an engineer for everything, a producer for everything. So, like, why stick to this one thing when I could be anything that I want, you know? No, and that's that's the truth, man. And uh, the the dope part about being a creative or being an artist or designer or whatever is, like, I think that's just the overall, like, we, we don't like to be kind of, like, stuck in a box, you know what I mean? Like, we don't like to be, you know, oh, he's a rapper. Oh, he just makes clothes. Like, it's... It's the idea of like going to reach out to different things and, you know, experiment, man. Cause like, that's the kind of beautiful thing with life is just be able to like go and try new things, you know, if you, you, for some reason fail or you, for some reason don't like what you thought, like, you know, you ever do anything and like, you have an idea of like what you think it's going to play out as. And then like, it ends up not going like that. Well, at least you tried it, you know? Exactly. Exactly. There's been so many songs that I've been like, uh, I'm fucking with this new guy. His name is Jake Austin. He's out of Oakland. He's crazy, bro. He's an engineer and producer. But, mm-hmm. like, we'll step into the like, – we won't really step into the studio. We just kind of send stuff back and forth because of COVID. But, yeah. um, like, even if you – I will put an idea down and I'll be like, all right, bro, here's how I want it to go. He'll take it in an entirely new direction. And it's like, even if it does pop out in that new direction, like, it can be the blessing in disguise that you need. You know, this kid will turn it into like a masterpiece of his, like of not just my own or like, Hey bro, like I want you to do this. Like he'll put his own name on it. And what it'll do is like, it's like you're saying, like he'll end up making it into an entirely new product that I didn't go into the mindset or I didn't go into uh, this project with the mindset of creating that. But like, that's the thing. If people don't branch out, like the world becomes very monotonous and bland and gray. And there's no, there's no real need for that. You know? Oh man, we can't have, I think like the thing is like, you know, you, we can't have like such a gray world. There's gotta be a little bit of splash of color in it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it, it's a, uh, I, I think, especially in times like now, man, we're like, everybody is pretty like, man, fuck 2020, man, fuck this year and everything. And it's like, bro, let's, let's add a little bit of flavor, man. Let's, let's, let's spice it up a little bit, bro. Like, I think it's important to, um, you know, just find, find new ways to have fun. You know what I mean? Like, and that's all it is, man. Like, as long as you're having fun and you have a passion for what you're doing, man, like, it doesn't matter what you're doing, bro. Like there's people that are, you know, happy with, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just randomly looking at a board game right now, but someone makes the dice in those board games. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the shit fucking, to them. Like, and that's the shit to them. Like, it's it's the truth though. Like, it's just like everyone has like a certain passion, and I think that's the beautiful thing with life is like whatever your passion is, you can go for it and you know go after what it is. One thing that I I do, um, you know, I've been able to, I've had the pleasure of seeing you perform live, you know, obviously before COVID and everything um, a few times. And I feel like you do have a passion for performing live. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I I just, when I notice you on stage, like I see that energy and everything from, um, you know, when it was rap to when it's, you know, singing to throwing out some fucking pop tarts on stage, bro. Like, yeah, (laughs) listen, listen. (laughs) let's bring it back. But it's, it's, uh, it's so dope to see, man. But take me back to that, that first show and then kind of the trends, you know, the progression, I should say, like, you know, performing, is that something that you love to do? Performing is like, performing is a high, man. To me, it isn't like an act. It isn't like, 
an action, it's a high. It is like euphoria. And it's just such an amazing feeling to, I put so much work into my music. Like every moment that I'm not trying to make money for my music, typically I'm trying to make my music. Mm -hmm. So being able to share that with new people and being able to share that with people who like, who love my craft already, um, but they want like a, a visual experience with it. It's just the most amazing feeling in the world to me, man. And that like, again, I'm going to be, I'm going to add to the list of artists who saying this. I'm really upset that I can't perform this year anywhere. Um, and like virtual concerts are cool, but they don't hit the same way, bro. Like, I love the smell of performing and I love the sight of performing. I love every, like everybody's face is completely different. I love that person who comes into the, uh, the venue, like not knowing where the fuck they're going. And then they're like, yo, who the fuck is this? And I'm like, Hey bro, what's up? You could click uh, my iTunes and my Spotify or my SoundCloud or my title or whatever. But, um, my first show, um, actually the first, the person who put me on in my first show, was uh lena uh she runs i think her brand is called pink lemonade yep shout out uh, to lena shout out to her bro because if i if it were not for her i was skating with her for like a mad long time uh when i was like a, a little fucking listen to odd future skate around <laughs> kid um so she just hits me up one day and she's like hey i'm helping put this show together and i was wondering if you would want to perform so i was like hell yeah like I had only done like an open mic before that, but this was like my first, like I was going to be quote unquote on the bill, even though nobody knew I was going to be there. It was very like, not last minute, but it was a very, like, I was, I was barely getting into the scene. Um, so I show up and the first dudes performing are the waves. And I don't know. No, they weren't performing. They were last dudes performing, but they were like practicing and sound checking and all that. So I show up to their set. I meet everybody. They're all cool with me. And like i was i was low-key not that nervous the first time um i remember exactly what i was wearing too i was wearing a nas uh illmatic t-shirt i had uh an adidas uh jacket on like the black like you know the zip up adidas track jackets yep yeah one of those on i was trying to be it was when i was like very like a no nah, bro 90s new york hip-hop is the only music <laughs> that anybody should ever listen to yeah fucking. so i was very like i was trying to be that but I stepped on stage and back then I wasn't even making like original songs, quote unquote, like original songs. But I was just making um, I was just rapping over uh, like instrumentals that mm -hmm. I really loved. It wasn't it like it was a passion of mine, but I performed to like Doom's Fancy Clown instrumental. Um, there were a couple other things that I performed to, but the dudes from the way were hyping me up the whole time. And I had fun with it. And even though I was only on for like 10, 15 minutes, I was like, oh, shit, this is fun. Like, this is a yeah. cool thing to do. And like, it was it was crazy because I had so much fun and people were hyping me up and they could tell it was my first show. But like, they liked it. The second show I did with them, actually, uh, that was the one that like set it all off from there. But like that first show, without that first show, I wouldn't have met those guys. And if it were not for those guys, I would never have like you know, pushed into the scene and ended up performing as much as I did because a wise person once told me that if you do 12 performances a year, like one performance a month, you're doing all right. And like from like 2016 through like 2018, I had done so many shows a year and I was really grateful for that. You know, I was mm -hmm. just like performing at one spot. Someone would be like, and they were, they ranged from like, I would perform at like 
churches and music festivals, man. Like they range everywhere. Like, <laughs> like Friday, Saturday night, like local rap shit to like opening up for, I opened up for mystical at the Valair ballroom one time, or like I did like a rave type show that like hella people love that. I did G14, 8035. Like I was just really grateful um, to not only that, but like I went from looking down, like looking down at the mic, just trying to remember my lyrics to like, dude, I was doing like crazy shit on stage. I was jumping into the crowd and like you said, throwing pop tarts out and just trying yeah. to like interact with everybody. Cause I mean, like as a local act, I, it wasn't, it's not like you fucking, like you show up and everyone's like expecting some shit. Like, no, like this is the first time these people are going to see you. Yeah. So, like you could do whatever you want really. And like, if they don't like it, you could just try something else at the next show, you know? So, um, performing is, performing is just like such a high, like I said, that it's just like when you're looking at a crowd of people who come from all walks of life and they're like doing exactly what you say in unison, it's just like a feeling of, of like not really power, but just like a feeling of like intimacy between you and these like, couple hundred or even couple tens of people you know it's it's a great experience does it and i've never you know you know with performing i i'm i've heard nothing but like yeah like the euphoric you know kind of high from it mm -hmm. is there moments when performing that you kind of like things kind of slow down and like you you lock eyes with like one person you're like just straight up like feel like you're in like a one-on-one -on -one concert or do you see that overview of like everyone that would be at that concert no nah, it's there's been times definitely where like i've seen like a fine-ass girl in the crowd <laughs> i've tried to like i've tried to like you know make it as personal as possible just like oh she's kind of fine like all right she said i got this, yeah, I got gonna... this. And, like but th but a majority of the time it's just that like or if i see somebody vibing with my music extra like like i said there'd be songs like um an older song of mine now, which is a couple years old, called Moderation. What I would do mm -hmm. is I'd hop out and in the crowd and I would like, if the, like whoever was vibing with it the most, like I would just grab onto them and just like be rapping in their eyes. And um, a couple times I had one of my boys show up and he's like one of my biggest fans, Ken, my bad, we're not using the word fans. He's one of the like the, the lead members of the Ken and this motherfucker was like word for word moderation. And it's a fast song, man. Like the, yeah. the flow is... <laughs> fast and this dude's word for word like annihilating that shit you're like oh like, shit okay i was like damn like it was a good feeling i was like damn i just want like a i want this guy to be at a show one day shout out to jake berg aka harvard um that's the dude but he's like yeah bro it's, it's crazy because um i just just like damn i want like a like the whole room doing what this kid's doing right now but i want him also to like be able to come back to a show later on when i'm like giant and be like damn I was the only one at the fucking room or in the whole, you know, venue uh, rapping this shit word for word. And now here everybody in the hopefully Coliseum one day is doing. But, you know, uh, it takes time. Shit's a process. There's levels to the shit. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> but it's it, it's uh, for sure. It's trust in the process. You know, there's yeah. the, even from just hearing what you were mentioning here is like, you know, a lot of times I feel like we are very self-critical and put you know ourselves down you know a lot and so when you think about um you know reaching that 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 point of whatever it is that your success is like the coliseum you know sell out people 
you know, chanting your names or like, re, you know, word for word, knowing your lyrics. Like, I think it's, it's n a nice motivation to think of those dreams, man. Like I, it's the same thing with me. Like I think about moments where I'm like, yo, like I, I can't wait to like, for me, like have that like vintage store or, mm -hmm. you know, do the podcast and like have like, you know, someone like fucking, I don't know, action Bronson on. That's like one of the, one of the goals though. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> action you know Bronson, I mean? come just on like, the show. <laughs> yeah. action Bronson, come on the show. But it's just, I think it's like, do you ever kind of think about those moments it's like where you were at at the time where, when you were performing, you know, in the concerts with Lena to like where you want to get, like what motivates you to keep going? Um, honestly, it's just little steps, man. To me, like that show, I, I, I was just so nervous for that one like beginner show that I was like, I was just so focused on that. And now like, the mindset changing from being focused on, oh, shit, am I going to bomb this next show to what's the next shit? What can I do to improve? Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, the mindset, first and foremost. But, like, again, man, as big as I can get this thing going, I would like to, like, without, you know, selling out. <laughs> without yeah. selling, you know, without joining the Illuminati. But <laughs> No selling your souls here. Yeah, like. we're not doing that. But, like, as big as I can get this, like, when I saw the, the the most amazing shit to me that I've ever seen, I saw Kendrick Lamar in Lincoln, Nebraska one time. Lincoln, Nebraska, bro. Damn. And he had an entire, like, the entire Coliseum was singing Humble. He played it again just so they could do the entire song. And I was like, I want that shit. Like, yeah. King Kendrick, I'm coming for your crown, bro. Like, <laughs> And, like, I know he would respect me saying that, like, because, you know, if you're not hungry in this industry, like, you're not going to last. Or if you're not trying to make the best possible product that's, like, real, then you're not going to last. But, like, I want that. Like, I want what that guy has, you know? Like, I want – but at the same time, like, I want my legacy to be what he has. Like, yeah. people aren't going to – people don't consider Kendrick a rapper anymore, really. They consider him an artist, you know? They consider him yeah. a musician because of, like – the countless hours he's put into his craft and and all that but like like i just want one day someone to after i pass i want somebody to be like tell their kids when i saw that guy perform i ain't never seen no shit like that ever again in my life i have never seen anybody put into like i want them to i don't want them to talk about me how they talk about like the new rappers nowadays i want them to talk about me how they talk about like Prince, James mm -hmm. Brown, fucking Michael, like, like legendary. I want them to talk about me like that. And am I gonna get to yeah. that point? You know, the universe only knows. But in the meantime, I'm gonna just do what I gotta do to try and get to that point. Like, exactly. I ain't settling for this local shit. <laughs> like, I want, no, I want Super Bowl, man. Like, exactly. And I think if you shoot, like. I, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like having conversations with, like, certain people. And it's, I mean, like, it's not, I mean, nothing. It's just, like, I feel like there's two mindsets, man. There's, like, I want to be a local legend or I want to be the legend. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be, I want to be, like, selling out concerts and stuff. And I feel like both have their ideas of the mindsets and everything. But, like, honestly, a lot of times it's the national audience that supports you more from even the local fan base. Yeah. Like, you know, and uh, like I've mentioned on the podcast or other platforms before is like I consider like 
the artists that I know that are from the city or from here and there, like they're just an artist, man. I'll put up, I'll put up your song up to fucking whoever just released today as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I respect it, the shit out of that, man. Too. I gotta, I gotta throw you some thanks. Like you, if it were not for that, like you really give artists that you post like the mindset of no, bro, you're not a local talent. You are an artist. Like, and it makes us act like it, you know? Cause I don't just sit there and I'm I'm like, okay, bro, I dropped the song, like it's gonna do some numbers or whatever. I gotta compete with all the people around me. Like then you pop in and you post it, and I'm like, oh shit, like I'm an artist. I need to start acting like it. I need to start treating myself like it. And I can't put myself on par with like tiny shit, no disrespect, but like I can't like put myself on par with that. I gotta put myself on par with these people who are dropping. So like if like this topic that we're on right now like you play a huge part into it man if i'm completely honest like i would not be doing the shit that i'm doing um with the mindset that i'm doing without people like you specifically you you know yeah man and i appreciate that and that was like you know my mindset going into like a lot of that stuff is because of that man like i feel like if if i can put not only from the the audience standpoint, but even the artist standpoint, man. It's like I hope that people, when they see like when I do this, like sharing the music on Fridays or like yeah, um, when I'm working on Rise Again News and stuff, if I can like or the playlist even, like if I can put just it all together, if people can see like yo, like I'm listening to Comms, but I'm also listening to this new like fucking I don't know whoever's track like yeah, ASAP Ferg. I don't know why I just thought of him, but like his, you know, he just dropped his album. But in the same thing, I'm sharing your music or I'm sharing UVT shit or Deadstock or whoever. Yeah. Like, it's the idea of, like, I think people need to start. Or, like, I get it. Support your local artists. Support your local business. But at the same time, just support artists, man. Like, there's people that are mm. dope that are from Des Moines. There's people that are dope that are from fucking Lincoln, Nebraska, bro. Exactly. Like, there's, there's dope people everywhere. So it's like, why not just go, like, support them people, you know? Like, I just, yeah, like, I think it's important to... um to have that mindset man and like to be legendary and whatever it is that you do like to to have that legendary like leave that legacy and that's so true man like to leave a legacy is just like all i personally care about and i know you do too man and that's where we've like gelled with a lot of our conversations and everything like Mm -hmm. just to to leave that legacy for the people is all it you know kind of matters and you know you mentioned kind of like going towards um you know, you were in Des Moines and everything and you, you made the move over, obviously, you know, COVID's going on and stuff, but like you did make the move, you know, you made the next jump to Cali and I know the city's on fire and everything right the now. State, but bro, this whole fucking side of the country. <laughs> the whole state's on, I mean, I, I know, I know there's stuff, uh, but I mean, how, how was that kind of, you know, that transition from Iowa to Cali? How is it, um, how's it been different kind of within, not only just yourself, but like going into the music, like, have you found people out there that the same crowd that you found out here or like, what's kind of been the the things, you know, going on over there? I'm not going to lie, bro. It's a lot harder out here because, um, they're a lot more trusting, I would say in Iowa and, um, in some like perspectives professional, but like out here, um, it's a matter of who do you know? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's a very big matter of like, okay, who can vouch for you, you know? And in Des Moines, I can hit anybody up. Like, I can hit anybody up and they'll be like, yeah, bro, let's work. But, like, out here, unless you're throwing money up in advance, like, and I usually do. Like, the other thing I hate is, like, 
when people are trying like talk artists down of their pricing, it's like, no, bro, if that engineer or that producer or that photographer like knows his pricing, like it's because they know their worth. Um, and we, you know what, my bad. I, I said he right now, we, we including everybody, they, but um, the other thing, it's just kind of harder. Like I met some cool people out here. Um, I forget bros of uh, photography tag off the top of my head, but my, uh, Instagram is comms catalog so go peep that my most recent photo shoot he did that shit and he bodied it he did it all in film too which was wild but it's um, I do find myself a lot happier uh, out here making music you know like I don't I'm not, I don't just sit there and dwell in my parents basement <laughs> you know like yeah. <laughs> looking at like the snow taking over everything and like I, if I want to now I can take a drive whereas in Iowa like if certain months out of the year, I can't do that shit. Like it's snowing, bro. Like you're locked in the house. Um, that did make quarantine a lot easy though. Like a lot easier though, you know? Cause like everybody out here is like, Oh my God, I can't be locked in my house. And I'm like, bro, in Iowa, you in the <laughs> you're like fucking amateurs. Yeah, like... <laughs> exactly. I'm like, bro, in the Midwest, you can't go out of your house for like a good couple months of the year. Why are you bitching? Like, all right. right. Bro, like, Oh my God, I can't go get my vegan, like, smoothie i'm like bro are you serious right now like there are people struggling out there and fucking you're mad about uh you're mad about nine dollar street tacos quote-unquote street tacos go get the real thing but it's um it's also affected my music it's affected my style bro i swear to you like (laughs) the style switched up bro honestly it ain't even a matter of like it ain't even a matter of like bro i'm more like open to like i'm more open to like i got all this shit around me so i get all this designer like bro i am rocking pro club tees like like bro oh i i never knew until i moved out here how icy a fucking white tee is bro like white bro, tea, yes. black tee fucking i have every every pro club tee that you could think of that is not Simple. a gang banging color i got it bro like i'm <laughs> telling you that right now other than fucking red and blue like so whoever and whoever thinks they can match me you come see me like bro like but i'm just doing that and my pro club game is crazy pro club bro. game Let's... is on point dog like but um <laughs> the other thing is um it's amazing because like i'm a lot more comfortable in my skin out here like because um like i'm brown dude like i'm mexican and it's fucking yeah. hard out there because um you kind of really have to look in the city that we were in for like for people that look like me doing the shit that I'm doing, like it was hard to find. And a lot, a lot of people, I pandered to a lot of people because of that, that reason, because not a lot of people look mm-hmm. like me, but out here, like I'm so comfortable in my skin because everybody looks like me and everybody has a name like mine. And it's like, it's, it, it's amazing. It's like, it's not that I don't stand out, but it's just that like, when I go to into a restaurant or a store or wherever, and the person looks like me and I can like, like put my I could more easily place myself in that person's shoes like it's just a feeling of like I don't know pride I would say it's just a feeling of comfort that you can't find yeah it's like uh it's standing out for a different reason you know what I mean I feel like a lot of times here and like obviously we're in um you know like with Iowa and shit like if you go past Des Moines bro it's like there's like the diversity like shortens a lot more you know what I mean so like um you're standing out for a different reason over there. It's not just because of like what you look like. It's because how you, you know, your style, man, your personality, like, I Precisely, feel like yeah. you know, 
versus out here where it's it's very yeah like it's and then it's not everywhere des moines is a little bit more accepting than like i don't know fucking some crazy place in iowa but like it's just i i can understand that yeah like how that's definitely got to be a better feeling going out there and uh, i'm sure the the artists out there too like it's it's dope to see because like you did mention man you're like one of the very few out here um that was a latino artist and like uh and now it's it, it's dope to see you know that you were like one of the the first kind of that i knew of that was out here but like now um you're you're in a situation where like you can connect with some probably some more you know out there yeah it's tight man it's honestly and real quick uh before i keep talking about this i want to throw love to all of uh the latinx artists that are doing shit out there in des moines like trust me i know shit is hard out there I know that it sucks to fucking wake up and you're just like, oh my God, it's so hard to find people that are doing the shit that I'm doing. Shout out to Eternal. They have, that, that man yeah. has always done his thing. Shout yeah. out to Andrea, the poet. She has always spit her culture and her background and her history onto the stage. Shout out to Just Eric. And I know <laughs> that man's goofy, <laughs> but I, I love that dude. And shout out, just shout out to everybody who's doing their thing out there. Um, and I, look, man, like, again, I know, like, it's hard. Uh, like, it was so hard for me to be making that music and just know, like, okay, like, only certain people are going to really relate to this. But, like, I promise you, there is a mecca of people um, just, like, who look and think and act like us who are just not there. And it's okay. And if you have to branch out to go find it, do that. But um, sorry, I got so full of love, I forgot the question. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're good, transition. man. It, I um, think, yeah, I think branching out though has that. Do you feel like that's? Um, do you think it was? Because I mean, we had multiple conversations about, you know, you wanted to go back home and stuff, and like going back over there. Like, do you think it was the right time? And were you afraid at that time in January to make the jump over there, or were you just like ready to go? Absolutely, man. Like there was well. I don't know. I was tired of my routine, man. Like, I love the job that I was working at, but, like, I knew I couldn't work it forever. I was tired of living on my mom's, under my mom and dad's roof, but, like, you know, I love them more than anybody on the planet. Like, the hardest shit ever has been, um, and this is, <laughs> it's funny because, like, if you listen to my music, I'm just, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, bro, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, we're, we're about it. And then, like, I'm out here, like, yeah, bro, I miss my mom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, i really do man i miss fucking like my mom is was just such like a an encouraging person so was my dad but my mom was just like she had my back for everything and it's been hard without her but like i get to call her i'm grateful for that there's a lot of people who don't have like the ability to call the, their parents or anybody so mm -hmm. like i'm grateful that i have the ability to call her but at the same time like it's just, it was just a rough transition in general. There was a bunch of things that I was ready for, like not seeing the snow for a bunch of us. Dude, mm -hmm. the week before yeah. I left, it was like negative 10 almost every day, and it yeah. snowed every <laughs> single day. And then I was like, yeah, this is just telling me, like, bro, you need to go. You're like, fucking yeah. deuces. I'm out for real, bro. Like, the moment I was like, <laughs> I looked at the forecast, I was like, this bitch is just giving me one last goodbye. Like, I was like, this, this motherfucker is like, oh, you want to leave, huh? You ain't going to leave. If you're snowed in and the plane can't take off. Right. <laughs> actually, the craziest shit ever. The day that I left, 
I flew into Las Vegas and I had, my phone was on airplane mode. So, you know, as, as it usually is. So I was just watching a movie. Mm-hmm. I was trying, you know, I had just left my family at the airport. So I was very emotional and I was just watching a movie, trying to get my mind off everything. The moment I land, I take my phone off of airplane mode and I received the news that Kobe Bryant and his daughter had died. Oh, it happened while I was in the air. It happened while you were, oh, I was in the air. And like, oh, me and look, I'm gonna catch a lot of hate off this man. Like, again, if people, people can hate me for this, I don't care. I have thought this for like the past couple years. I'm a Warriors fan. Keep in mind that I am a Warriors fan. Yeah. Like, again, (laughs) I was raised out in Oakland. Like, I was watching them when they were trash. But when I was a kid, even I knew Kobe Bryant. To me and my little brother too, is the greatest basketball player of all time. I will, I will, I will put my heart on that against about anybody. So, and my, my little brother, he he's a Lakers fan because of Kobe. He wasn't even alive for Kobe, but he just like he loved mm-hmm. Kobe so much. And I just remember like landing, and Fuck. it was just I called him immediately. I was like, "Hey, did you hear?" And he goes, "Yeah," and like. He was he was so sad and I felt so awful because he had it's funny, he used to be a Warriors fan, but he had converted that year. He had converted to being a Laker fan that year because he had really started like study the past, you know, because he's young and nowadays don't know what they're doing. But <laughs> but no, nah, um but uh yeah, I was just so That's I was blessed, man. Him and his daughter, and I I just gotta throw throw love to his know, family, man. like like, we Dude, lost like a lot of crazy and that's crazy things. you were traveling on that day yeah, too. it was like, scary man it was a really scary feeling like i was honestly i was a little like skeptic to get on the next flight because i had flown into vegas like i said and then i like oh fuck you had to go so oh was, god you had to go to yeah, the next but one. i just i want to throw Jeez. rest in peace to kobe Bryant on that um it's it's been mm. a really you can see the influence i saw a video today uh because um while we're recording this uh the lakers just won that finals and these dudes yep. were saying talking we'll just say i don't want to say what they're saying but they were talking shit on kobe's name and there was just a group of people i saw just jumping this dude and i was like yeah fool you don't know how the fuck la rolls like you don't know that talking shit on lakers fans out there on the lakers out there especially like arguably the greatest laker of all time like you didn't know that was a bad idea you know but like yeah man uh the california transition especially because it shifted, man. Like when I was young, Nip was coming up, and like my, my cousin put me on to him, and I remember him passing. Just back to like, back. Man. I'm yeah. telling you, man. This year, I'm not saying it's been hard to be a Californian, but at the same time, like you notice the differences. Like I remember, um, uh, bitch, you, bro, shut up. I remember that shit playing when I was a kid. Like, and. Yep. Then I remember Nip passing and it just it just really hit it honestly hit different like knowing that there's these California legends that we honestly I think we take our old legends for granted man we need to start guarding those dudes like bro somebody make sure E40 is good at all times somebody make bro, sure I'm DJ saying Quick man. is fine that Sugar Free is fine somebody make sure that Richie Rich is fine somebody make sure that fucking like. All these youngins too. Somebody make sure that all black is fine. Somebody make sure that fucking Larry June is fine. Like, what we're not, we're taking these people for granted until they're gone, and it's just and exactly. Like, and then when they're gone, like, there's two routes too that people go. With. Like, you know, speaking on my experience with Kobe, like when 
first of all, I, you know, I'm a Bulls fan, man, through and yeah. through. And, like, you know, everybody knows that. But, like, Kobe, man, like, it's just, it was the mentality. Like, the, the yeah. idea of, like, just the work and everything that always got to me and just watching him, um, you know, grow up and, you know, as a basketball player and everything. And uh, when he passed, man, like, yeah, that, that shifted my whole year, man. That was even before COVID. Like, my mindset shifted because it was like, man – you can't take life for granted. Like sometimes it's, it's weird because like, obviously like Kobe never met us. Kobe never met like, you know, a lot of people that, you know, Mm -hmm. he touched, but like when you see a celebrity that you grew up, you know, just admiring and they pass away, it like puts your perspective on something different. It's like, yo, I got to go after to get my shit now. Like I have to go after everything because it's, it's, it's a little different, but it's, it's crazy because like a lot of these um, people that we just like, you know, it, it's like when people pass away, it's even like in personal shit, but like it just in general, like when people pass away, like you think about like, damn, man, like I should have like uh, like when Mac, of course, passed away. Like I I really wanted to go see him in concert and swimming like I had the money up, like swimming was going to be at that yeah. tour. And then he ended up passing away. It's like, damn, man, like I, you, you think about those moments and those memories like man go fucking go to a concert shit you never know like i mean to, for the people that love music and love sports and love that culture and pop culture like because there are people that are like bro like who who cares but it's like you know we care man like so shout out to everybody that's you know passed on this year man for real it's it's yeah. definitely it's um, been rough man with all yeah, that definitely. like um like exact i i feel like you're right exactly like that was one particularly that hit me was Mac Miller's passing. Because um, you're right, I did want to go see him because I knew him and Thundercat were going to put on a hell of a show for this album. And this mm-hmm. album was so incredibly, his last one was so incredibly good. And I was just, I think you're right. We took all that for granted. I remember actually speaking of, um, I want to throw a recipe to a wrestling legend. I remember the first or second time I had ever been to a WWE event. Um, I was a kid and crime time. Crime time. Oh, they were they were like next to like I I love them. I love seeing them. I saw DX. I saw the Hardy Boys. When Crime Time came out, it made just like the biggest impact me on a kid. I was just like, damn, like it. it, They they helped open me into wrestling a lot more because like when I was young, my parents didn't. They were they were so overprotective. It's funny, but they never really let me watch wrestling. (laughs) And when I got into it, they were all for it. But like those guys, being as funny as they were. And as like active as they were, it was just it was a cool thing to watch. So R.I.P. to Shad, and I feel, you know, man, that's what I was saying, bro. It's like this year is just like one after another, and then then you got COVID yeah. going on, and you got this going on. Um, I did notice though that, and you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you could be working, you could have been working behind the scenes. But did you take a moment, kind of this year, to kind of like take a step back and kind of like reset uh, yourself? More or less, yeah. I mean, there was always, I've never stopped working on music, man. Like, like For I sure. never, like, even if there was a moment in time where I even announced to people, hey, I'm not going to do it anymore. Because, like, again, I was just struggling with a lot at the time. And I thought that's what I yeah. wanted. It was not what I wanted. And um, even mm-hmm. when I had said, hey, I'm, I'm done, I was still working on songs. But, like, okay, so Black Lives Matter has done an incredible job of, um, like, no, actually our country has done an incredible job of pushing them into the spotlight that they deserve. There has been countless deaths at the hands of police officers that were so unnecessary, but due to racial tension in this country that has just been systemic for years, um, it's, it's just been 
I'm, I'm really at a loss for words for all with all the deaths that yeah. have happened, not just this year, but for the past couple of years. So while this movement's going on, I wanted to make sure that no matter what I did, my me dropping music didn't take away from the um from the, not just the the peak of that, but for any of the buzz mm-hmm. of that. You know, like I wanted to make sure that I had got a large following because after my boy Vic got locked up, he um, uh, I had posted him a couple of times and a bunch of people had followed me. So I wanted to make sure that if they like because Vic, Vic had a lot of fangirls following for that reason. Yeah. Um, a lot of girls who had thought, Vic, oh, my God, he's this guy with tattoos and all that. But. Anyway, so when I had got a lot of fans from him, I, or not a lot of fans, a lot of followers from him, um, I wanted to make sure that I used that platform that they had given me to, hey, this man didn't get locked up for looking good. This man got locked up for a reason. We need to bring as much attention mm-hmm. to that as possible. So, um, I mean, I've always been in the shadows, man. Like, I've always been making stuff and progressing my sound. And um, I'm just kind of at the point where I'm barely bringing it out you know barely bringing out what i've been working on for this past year like with my vocals and my production style and everything like um and it i mean it hasn't changed but it has improved with this move so i'm happy i'm very grateful for that and i'm very grateful for all the people who like when they hear my any new stuff that drops from me they're like oh damn this is good no i'm very grateful yeah definitely and you know first of all yeah like man what's um what this city has done for the movement and everything is, is such a beautiful thing, man. And shout out, you know, all the, the, the leaders like, like Jazz Ray and, uh, you know, Bill and Teller and, you know, movement 515 mm-hmm. and the, 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 the amazing organizations that have been, um, you know, just speaking on the city and then, you know, past that, like all the other great organizations across the country that are doing amazing things. And um, I felt the same thing, man. Like I felt like, around that time like i stopped pushing content because it's just like it wasn't needed like i i tra- i trajected all my fucking shit that i was posting that had to do with anything that had to do with the more towards the movement not like hey check out my vintage video or hey check out that because it just wasn't needed like the yeah. you know what i mean like it, it's dope to have like you know whatever but it's just it's not important when there's actual shit that's going on that that matters so like to get back into it was you know it was nice but there's still obviously things to be um, done like nothing's over for sure and um i i hope you know and it, it's dope to see that people are still doing things you know i don't know if you've been seeing like what people have been doing here in des moines but like there's still you know just events that are going on like even like just for the growth of the youth like uh bill just did mm-hmm. the the long shot shit that was like uh, amazing amazing event for the youth and building just are amazing because it's so important to to raise um, awareness and build, you know, just our next generation, you know what I mean? So, um, shout yeah. to him for that. But I think, I think, bro, I think it's important to, um, you know, establish, like you mentioned in the beginning, like self care and, and still working in the shadows, man. Like you don't always have to post everything you're working on. And I think that's what exactly. we're in such a generation. That's like very like posty, you know, like let's post everything that we're doing. Let's share everything that we're doing. So like, it's it's dope that uh, you know when you're working in the shadows, you know real G's move silent like lasagna. Shout out to little Wayne. Like lasagna. Listen, yes, shout out to sir. Wayne. Like you know, it's the truth though. Like yeah, it's uh 
to keep it going without people think like when people think you fell off is right when you're coming right back on. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love that shit. Yeah. Like I, I live for that. Like when people think like, Oh, they haven't posted in forever. And then like, bam, you're right back. You know, uh, like, Hey dog, I'm coming out. I'm back and I'm better. Like on my Bryson Tiller. Right. Shit, just know like I'm coming with it, man. Like I'm letting you know, like, honestly, it's going to be, it's going to be gradual. Yep. I'll admit that. But like, I had to learn how to love myself, yep. man. And um, a very a person who's made a very important impact on my life told me that if you can't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. So um, I had to do that, man. I had to. I remember the day um, that I was. I felt quote unquote reborn, you know, like with that type of thing. And um, if it weren't for the excellent help of my family and my friends and my kin, like. I I wouldn't I don't know where the hell I'd be, man. But um, that self love is also again like like we're saying it's leaked into my art. Um, I'm not posting like, yeah, bro, this is gonna be this gigantic piece yeah. about how I'm so depressed and fucking like I'm like okay, look, I can look at this with a more mature uh, uh, at a more mature angle not looking down at it, but like looking at it from a different point of view with a lot more experience behind it. And I don't have to like, bro, it took me so long to realize like, not just like, look, everybody has depression. Like if you're going to make music about it or art about it, that's tight, do your thing. But like, for me, like I had to look at myself in the mirror and be like, bro, depression, like making straight, I'm depressed. I should die songs. It's just like, bro, nobody is going to want to hear that Mm -hmm. from you. You don't want to hear that from you. Like your parents don't want to hear that from you. Nobody wants to. And I also just found a lot of stuff to live for, you know? So it made um, that self-care was just very, was just rejuvenating, man. And it was like a cleansing, it is. if you will. And when you get that, it like, awesome. yeah, that, like, moment, like, where you, like, are reborn, you know what I mean? Like, and the, yeah. that self-care is just like, it's like you're in a fucking cocoon and you come out a, a new butterfly, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, uh, it's a great feeling, man. And to have that and, um, you, you did something that it's kind of funny because it, it's kind of a reborn, you know, itself. It's like the, when you dropped the, the remaster of pumpkin patch, bro, yep. like, it's, uh, first of all, when you sent it to me, uh, I could already tell like the difference on the track. And like, I listened to it back and forth, like trying to like look at, um, the changes, the changes and everything. Cause I've just, a, <laughs> I'm just a music head like that. Like I like to like, fucking find out exactly where you know this and that but like just overall i feel like he's just working on your craft and working on you know from sound engineering producing like what was the idea of like okay this is like the first track i wanted to like reintroduce to the people a little bit uh it was really the timing um i was in the right mindset of that song you know uh so the song follows like um this situation ship i was in where i was messing with this girl and like she was very like you ain't shit but at the same time i'm gonna stick around and all this stuff so um it was just kind of the fall and i was just like look you can't be telling me i'm not shit and at the same time (laughs) asking me to stick around so like the pumpkin patch is really just like it represents like all those people um those people in pictures and it's not like a fuck you like why are you at the pumpkin patch in love it's like a damn i wish i was at the pumpkin patch yeah. but i can't come out and say that so i gotta say fuck all you guys <laughs> but um dude this kid jake austin the kid that i mentioned earlier mm-hmm. 
This man is the Walter White oh. of fucking engineering, man. This kid is a fucking genius. I literally told him that today. I was like, you're the Walter White of this shit, man. Like, I, we were all, we were on Zoom and we were, um, he was, uh, he was, uh, displaying his screen over Zoom of like, hey, bro, like, here's what I'm doing to the track. While, like, we were, I was on there while he was mixing and mastering mm-hmm. it with, uh, my boy 22 Cade, FKA. Kato Wade, FKA, he's got a bunch of names, but we're all sitting there, and I had recorded, like, me singing in the back, like, um, like, just kind of as, like, a little background, but the, uh, but the main vocal was supposed to be me, like, just rapping summertime in the middle of the night when the liquor got you right, like, there was not supposed to be no real singing involved mm-hmm. in it, it was just supposed to be, like, this backup vocal, and he goes, hey, bro, let's push this forward, let's see what it'll sound like. So I, I, honestly, I just told him let's turn it up a bit, and he goes, "Let's push it forward and see what it'll sound like." He pushes it forward, and I'm like, "Holy shit, this is good!" And he was like, "Yeah, we can tweak with it too, and we can make it sound a little bit different." Like he really did what an engineer is supposed to do, because uh, so many times you'll go into a fucking session and the like, you don't always just want to show. Like, there's times don't get me wrong where I've pulled up and been like, "All right, I'm gonna pay for what I want," but like, if you're an engineer, he's told me like, "You're an artist." Like, yeah. I, why am I paying you fucking 200 bucks to sit there, rent the space, you eat your food, I record? Like, that's not what an engineer should You want be doing. some He's of that doing. input, you want some of that creative, like, kind of process, you know, together. Yeah, exactly. So, I like, I, bro, Pumpkin Patch is honestly, like, I don't know if it's my favorite song, but it's up there that I've ever, like, of my own, you know? And I was just, I um, as it started, like the leaves started uh, falling. I was just like, oh shit, pumpkin patch is gonna be like a year old soon or whatever. And I was like, you know what I should do? I should re-release it. It's a song people already know. It's a good ass song. Mm-hmm. My man Marv, who co-produced it with Cade, uh, just came in and bodied the fucking keys. There's no sample in that at all. Yeah. He like he played those keys, um, and uh, I I just remember hearing that beat. And I had made this line about like that pumpkin patch shit. And I had made it that same day I had heard that beat. And I was like, this is it, bro. Like, this is really it. And Cade was uh, hesitant, actually. He didn't want it to be called pumpkin patch. He goes, I don't know, bro. It's kind of corny. And I was like, bro, just trust the process. Just watch this shit. So I record it. I sent it out to, um, I don't know if it was Arthur who did the original. Shout out to him. I don't know if it was Arthur that did the original, but I sent it back to Cade and um, Cade was like, you fucking genius, bro. And I was like, I'm telling you, bro, like this shit is good. So a year passes by. People kind of fuck with the song here and there. Shout out to my homegirl, Lil Snack, for fucking with it. But people are fucking with it here and there. And then when I re-recorded it, I told my other homegirl, Selfie Savage, shout out to her. Um, I told her, hey, I'm about to re-record this and I think I'm going to drop it. And she loved the song as well. So um, it honestly, I didn't expect for it to fucking come out that good. Like <laughs> this dude literally went in and like in a couple days was like, all right, bro, it's done. I was like, okay. Then you listen it. to it. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I listened to it and like my eyes were like wide the fuck open. I was like, holy shit, I made this? Like, <laughs> are we sure I made this? Like, because when you, when you listen to like a raw, like, when you listen to a raw session, it doesn't sound like the, the final, it's never going to sound yeah. like the final product, you know? So like when you go like, and especially if you're recording yourself and like, 
I moderately know what I'm doing when I'm recording myself. There's a bunch of different guys who have a bunch of different and a lot better info on doing that. But like when I was recording myself, like my shit never really sounds like the final product. So like what this kid came in and did is like, that was the original vision that I like, because pumpkin patch was a, was a stretch for me when I dropped it. I was just dropping again, rap tracks and stuff like, so I was like, all right, that's this is what I wanted it to sound like originally, but I just never had, like I said, I, I wasn't out of my shell quite yet. So like I broke out of my shell and also being able to record by yourself in your own fucking room, in your own spot, like that shit is, don't ever take that for granted because people are always going to be like, bro, I wish I was at the stool with this shit. Like, no, bro, like, trust me, you being able to thoroughly go over your shit without like the opinions of anybody else in the room mm-hmm. sometimes is just very needed. Like the after effect of, um, or like the after the process after, uh, you know, get some input. But when I was just like sitting there recording that, that me singing that shit, I was like, damn bro, this shit. And it's hard to sing this shit because the air out here is so fucking horrible right now because of the fires. Right. <laughs> so like, I'm like sitting there and I'm just like summertime. <laughs> like I can feel like the phlegm and all that bullshit in my throat. And I'm just like, damn bro, I'm going to need to sit down with this get the tea going, fucking sip on that, like, make sure that the vocals come out as crispy as they can. Really get that energy there, you know? <laughs> yeah, really had to get the energy in the field for it. Like, I was like, oh, shit, I got this little sexy, I just drank a fucking cup or two of tea voice going on. Like, <laughs> now we can make this shit. Like, I wanted that song, like, that song is not meant for, like, a turn up, so to say. That song is meant for, like, I was always that kid with my homies where I would go to the kickback, and I would just be like, I'd be faded. I'm not going to lie. Or I'd be just like drunk or like about to be faded. Yeah. And like I, what I would do every time, shout out to Kevin motherfucking ha too, because this, this kid was, was, I would go over to his crib and we would kick it and play music and we would drink. But, um, I would go over and like, I would just be like, you know, kicking and sitting there, whatever. And out of nowhere, a song would play and I'd be like, oh, this is my shit, hold up. So like, I made that song for like that kid that was just like, he's just like, they, my bad, are drunk or tipsy or, you know, smoking a little or doing whatever they're doing safely, I might add. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they're just doing whatever and they're in their seat and they're like, oh, shit's cool. And they're on their phone. And then you just hear that boom, 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 boom. This is fucking the intro of Pumpkin Patch. And they get up and they're like, yo, turn this shit up, bro. Like, this is my song, like. I made that song for you to feel yourself too. Oh, like, yes. I, you know? I told, uh, you know, I told you, but I've also told others, man. It's like that, that's the perfect like fall time song. Like, I got a mm-hmm. hoodie on, I got layers. Like, I'm in, I'm in the car, I'm just driving, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that transition exactly. happened. Exactly. And I'm, you know, and, and this whole remastered version of it, man, it's just, it's, it's dope to uh, re-release the song and, you know, you probably got new listeners and you got the old listeners loving it too. Like, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm excited, man. I, I, I definitely, like I said, like this next kind of version of you, um, I, I feel like you're at your best when you mix, like, and this is just from being not only uh, a supporter of you but also you know the homie also just like a supporter of music too and you know people's artistry like i feel like some of my favorite songs from you is like when you're mixing the two when you're mixing a little bit of bars and then you you get the the melody in with for the hook mm-hmm. and like you you mix that together like 
I think that's really your bag. And, you know, right now it could be, you know, a, a year from now, you could have a whole different kind of outlook on stuff, but I can't wait to hear more stuff like that. Speaking of, you know, bro, real quick, before we, before we move, bro, you have no fucking clue what that means to me. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like you have no fucking idea what that, like literally like, I know you can't see me right now, but the whole time you're saying that shit, I'm like smiling, like my face is all fucking red. And I'm like, bro, it's working, bro. Like, yes, fucking thank you. I like, see the vision, bro. I see it. the thank vision. You, <laughs> oh, shit. That's comedy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to everybody who supported this shit. I love you guys, but thank you, man. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, man. Always, man. I told you, man. I, I see the vision. Whenever. And I, I mean, this is like, I mean, I'll say it because it's like whatever, but it's like, I don't when I tell people like, you know, and I don't get to like share it that much. So like when I tell people like, yo, like this is what I'm really messing with. And this is like, like, it's not out of like, it's out of genuineness. You know, I, I hopefully yeah. you, you receive that and you feel that because like it, it, it is, man. Like I really want to see people succeed, but like, nah, man, I, I see the vision with it. So I can't wait to see what you're coming out with. You did send me a, a file. We can break the news a little yes, bit. Yes, we could break the news. Uh, it could, it's, it's, I don't it, know it if it's drop, whether when we drop this or not, but we're going to yeah, drop but, it. Yeah. You, you, mentioned, you mentioned Sprung, you know, uh, Yes. Uh, I, I heard the I heard the the raw the, the little rough edit there, and I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for it, bro. What can you tell me about the new track? And you know. Oh well, okay. Well, the first this track is the first I've done that's produced by that kid Jake Austin, and he also is mixing and mastering everything. But um, this is a leave the kids at home track. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's very. It's um combination of uh when i first heard the beat I, it reminded me of like a lot of the r&b i grew up listening to mm -hmm. um because i was born in 99 so like i grew up around like a lot of the early 2000s uh i got a good mix of r&b over the last like you know 21 years of life yeah but um it reminded me a lot of those uh of those early r&b songs that i was listening to so um like late 90s mid 90s but also early 2000s um so like it reminded me of some shit from like Music Soul Child or like Tyrese or like Mary J. Mm -hmm. But like it was also just a very fucking like bouncing fucking like, oh shit, this is a sexy ass beat. So I was like, okay, well, what am I gonna do to this? And I knew I couldn't just come in with like me rapping like bar for bar, just like, yeah, girl, let me put you in these positions. Like I had it, I was <laughs> like, yeah, bro, like you gotta come a little bit smoother on yeah. this. So Again, it was kind of hard to um, – out here, you can see the smoke in the air, man. So, like, it was kind of hard to try and get the vocals right, but this man, Jake Austin, had me had me sounding fucking crisp, bro. And um, it, was, it was just meant more to, you know, break out and show people a different side of me. Like, again, I started this shit, and a lot of people know me from when I started this shit. Like, bro, I'm not 14, 15, 16 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this is the fucking Bobby Brown breaking out of New Edition shit. Like, I want you to, like, like all my tenderoni shit, bro. Like, I hey. want you to fucking know, like, we're on some, like, I'm a young adult now, bro. Like, I'm a young man. I'm, I'm barely getting into my 20s. And, like, the other thing I hate, I hate this so fucking much. Bro, I don't hate a lot of shit. I hate this so fucking much. Shout out to everybody with a fucking OnlyFans. Do not be that bitch yes. that's on fucking... Come on, bro. Like, like, do not be that bitch boy that's on fucking Twitter talking about, 
could never be me or my girl. Like, bro, bro get your bag, man. Get your like, bag, bro. Support shout out your all shit, my fucking bro. sex workers. But like, yep. y'all inspired me to this shit. Like, just know, like, there's one person I've had in particular that like inspired me for this low key, but like all my girls and all my guys, I don't watch the, I don't watch the dudes personally. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But shout out to like everybody with a fucking OnlyFans who was putting like not exactly sexual content on my fucking timeline, but like being proud with their sexuality. That shit's yep. tight to me. So like I really wanted to push that. I was I wanted to be like, look, man, like we can all be fucking like we're all young we only get to do this shit once so like we can all be as sexual as we want don't let these fucking old stigmas of what sex should or should not be like if you want to have sex with somebody if you know that it's safe go fucking do your thing like Mm -hmm. what like there should be no fucking like as long as it is safe and consensual and like like go do your thing so that's like was kind of my basic statement with this like I want people to like this song was just not supposed to be like a I didn't want it to be a shock like oh my god comms is talking about all this like sex and nasty and shit <laughs> it's like it's more of like bro like I'm comfortable with my sexuality like and you I should be too kind of thing exactly yeah, yeah. like it, it isn't like a and like and that's one thing that I don't like that like if I hook up with somebody I hate when they're always like you can tell when people are a little bit more reserved because, like I said, there's just kind of this um, primarily on women. There's been this like this halt of like, yo, you should only have sex with these people if the circumstances are A, B, C, D, you know, whatever the fuck. Yeah. But like, if you want to have sex with somebody, fucking go for it. Like, that's your body. You shouldn't be told what to do with your own fucking body. Like, so this song was just kind of like this song was kind of just again open that shit up of just a. This is a sexy ass track you can fucking bump in the car like while you're fucking driving on the late night. But like at the same time, like I want you to know the message behind this shit. Don't get me wrong. I like making sexy ass music, but the, the message behind this shit is like, I want you to be comfortable with your sexuality and do your own fucking thing. You know, like don't let anybody tell you, hey, you shouldn't be like this person or you shouldn't, you know, feel this way about these people. Like do your thing, dog. We're all, we only get to do this shit one time. <laughs> exactly. And that's, that's life, man. Like, I think it's so important to, and there is, I mean, that's a whole nother, but it's still the truth is like, there's a lot of hate on these girls with the, their only fans and shit. And I'm just like, bro, like, first of all, it's, it's expressing themselves just like a YouTuber would and it's expressing their sexuality. You know what I mean? And they deserve to get paid also because if, you know, people are liking shit on Instagram for free or this and that, like, you know, there's people that are paying to see it. Like, they should exactly. be able to get that support from others. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I'm really excited, man. I'm excited to uh, to see that next journey for you. I mean, can we expect a full R&B album soon? Like, you know, can we break the news <laughs> here? What are we getting, bro? Like, Okay, um... so, <laughs> actually, I, would, I was considering a couple of things like that. But um, look, man, I'm going I'm to keep it very honest. What I want to do uh, with my music, um, first, I'm going to come out and say it. Me and my boy, 22K, are working on a project right now. And it is going to be my most like professional but also versatile uh, project to date. Because what I like, um, I remember when Tyler had come out with his Igor album. Mm-hmm. Um, he had said, uh, he, he, I was, I've been a Tyler fan since I was like fucking 13 years old, you know? So, but he had released a message and he was like, 
hey, bro, like, don't go into this shit thinking it's Wolf. Don't go into this shit thinking it's Flower Boy. Don't go into mm-hmm. this shit thinking it's Bastard. Just go into it with a new mindset. So, like, I thought about releasing shit like R&B albums and funk albums and alternative albums. Like, I want to make every possible genre that I can as yeah. well as I can. But, like, I decided instead I'm just going to take the XXX route and, like, just put it all on one album. You know, like, nice. it'll flow together. Like, it's not going to be just, like, you're going to be, like, fucking like 70s uh funk and then it's just gonna be like all right bro here's some screamo shit it's gonna be yeah. like it'll flow together, no but, it goes together yeah, yeah. i want to make sure that i give people the most like bang for their buck quote unquote but i just want people to just love i want to make shit for again people people who like my music and i realize the people who like my music are people like me and they don't just listen to one genre so, mm-hmm. uh, and I like multiple genres, bro. Like, I love alternative music. I love rap music. I love fucking, honestly, even Kiss Me Like a Stranger by Thomas Rhett. That's the only, like, about the only country song I can <laughs> get down with, like. Yeah. But, like, the fact of the matter is, I'm not just simply, like, I'm, I'm a rapper. I'm a singer. Like, I want people to know that shit. I want people to come to my music and be just, like. Like, you hear the intro, and you're like, oh, damn, this kid can spit. And then you're like, oh, shit, this kid's singing. He, he's kind of tight. And then you're like, this kid makes fucking alternative music? Did you hear that exactly. chord progression on the guitar? Like, I want people right. to do all that shit. So um, so you'll uh, you'll definitely hear uh, me and Cade's project. It's a, We're going to make a tape. Uh, we're hoping to get it out by the end of this year, but it's just been kind of hard with COVID and going back and forth. And we kind of have all mm-hmm. these complex ideas we want to put in it. So we're trying to – we're in the process of, like, planning but also at the same time trying not to overthink you know everything so you'll get that from me um man just expect like don't expect shit i would say to all my fans like not my bad ken i need to get in the get, we need to get in the damn process of saying that um but don't expect shit from me i would say like i'm not saying like don't expect music but just don't expect like, give me any expectations you know like only mm-hmm. expectation i want you to know is like it's gonna be good you know like, I'm never going to put myself into one, you know, I know where my lane is. You know, I'm not going to, like, be like, all right, bro, I'm an alternative artist. Like, I'm just an artist. I'm just a dude making music. Like, that's everything is going to be different from each one. You know what I mean? Like, a, an, expect the unexpected kind of thing. Like, there's, exactly. you never know what's going to come from you. And that, that's the, the the best surprise of it all. And, like, that that shows your artistry and, like, what you're into and that's what it's always been, man. From from day one, when we had a conversation about it, went from fucking wrestling to rap to vintage yep. to prints to yep. it, it's just the embodiment of like who I feel like you you know you're gonna be and you know you are as an artist, man. I'm I'm excited to see, you know, definitely what's next and um, whenever whenever you're coming out with music, man, you know I'll support. You know I'll share it and everything. So same thing with the podcast, um, with the clothes, man. Also, go get your uh, Rise Again creates hoodies and shirts. But it's the same thing with all your shit, man. Like I'm like you really push the envelope with uh, promotion for not just like artists, but for everything. You really make people like aware, and it it's. I respect the hell out of it, man. I, I really do. So I honestly, I was so happy when I got back in contact and was able to do this with you, man. Man, for sure. And same to you, bro. I'm, I'm excited for the future, man. I'm excited to see what's up next. And thank you for supporting, man, and copying. You were the first person to cop a hoodie. So hell shout yeah, out to you, bro. Man. That hard. <laughs> man, I can't wait to get it out to you, bro. I'm, I'm going to send something else with it, too. So Ooh. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, just wait. Just wait. But I'm, I'm excited, man. Um, 
And uh, anything else that you have to say, bro? Any last words, man? I want to give a gigantic shout out to my family, man. Just first and foremost, I'll do that. You know, every every interview podcast, whatever I do, I'm gonna say that. Shout out to my family. I wouldn't be who I am without you. My grandparents, my parents, everybody. Shout out to everybody who like look, man. I love all the people that know their like worth and know that they can break out and do whatever they feel. But at the same time, like shout out to everybody who's figuring themselves out, you know, like don't give a fuck what other artists are going to think like, bro, they make their own shit. They're going to tell you like they're going to give you a perspective of their of what they would give their own shit and what they would brand their own art. So like make art for you and make art for the people that you love, I would say. And if it's what you love to do, run with it. But shout out to um, shout out to Bowie, man. Shout out my cousin Eliseo. Shout out Borg. Um, shout out Prince. I don't know. Shout out Pharrell. <laughs> shout out to all the people who make me me. And if it weren't for you, I I don't know where I'd be, man. I I wouldn't be on this planet right now. I gotta say, shout out to everybody who's kept me going. And I promise you, whatever the fuck you're expecting from me, don't. It's just expect it to be good. Just expect it to be personal and expect it to be for you. And that's kind of it. Hey, bro well again man appreciate you for coming on bro i love the conversation love catching up with you absolutely um we're gonna have to definitely connect soon bro i'll, I'll have to come through the smoke and come to cali you're gonna have to come <laughs> be safe over here in des moines i don't know man yeah. we'll figure it we're getting out that done, man i got a lot of people who are expecting me to make a visit home and i'm like all right bro i'll come back but just know we link in and i'm oh, definitely yeah. copping some vintage off you when the time comes i'm gonna be like hey, hey bro i'm in your city I'm going to need the heat. Hit me up with that. We'll keep it for the low key, but you know. <laughs> exactly. The people know, man. Where, uh, you know, Before you go, man, where can they follow you? Plug anything you like. Um, if you want to feed me, finance me, or fuck me, my IG is uh, at, uh, Instagram is at comms catalog. That is C-O-M-S-C-A-T-A-L-O-G. My Twitter is uh comms my bad i can't even think of it comms quotes that is c-o-m-s-q-u-o-t-e-s um you can dm me man i'm a normal ass person i promise you i'm not gonna be like a lot of these artists are where they're like no bro fuck you i'm the shit thanks bro bye like i'm bro like i'll have a conversation with you if you want to have a conversation with me um if you want to check out my music again all my shit is on those if you don't have those um i would go to spotify and just type in again comms pumpkin patch you'll find me and i promise you um i promise you i'll be on all platforms uh to the best of my abilities but just know I'm, i want as many people to hear this shit as possible so to the kid who just followed me on ig or twitter uh appreciate that dog <laughs> yeah, bro. there we go man appreciate for coming on no problem thank you man thank you for having me Man, shout out to Coms, man. I just got to say that real quick, man. Thank you for always supporting from day one, man, since the last gen pop of days, man. You came in and just always supported, man. We always had great conversations, great friendship, man. So shout out to Coms, man. Um, shout out to Sayo also. I, I know he mentioned him, but I just want to say, you know, that's another person, man, um, that has always supported um, just anything that I've done. So shout out to him, too. But man just a big takeaway from this episode is you know just the the ability to and i said it in the last episode but just the ability to love yourself and be you know happy um 
with whatever it is that you're doing, man. And that's so important. And comms, you know, he's been in the game for a long time, as he mentioned, and he still has love for what he's doing. So that shows the passion, you know, that he has and nothing but respect for that. Um, and then on top of that is, man, I just think it's so important to have the the ability to switch it up, if that makes sense. The ability to you know, see how things are going and see, you know, which steps can I take to, man, just try something new. Can, uh, you know, if you're an artist, man, what what's a new type of music I can get into? What's something with my artistry I can unlock and untap? Same thing with creative, same thing with anything in life, man. What can I try new today? What new thing can I do today? What can I learn today? Like all those things are so important. It's something I strive to do every single day. What can I? What's something new that I can try that I say I didn't do yesterday? If you if you apply that to your life, man, it's so important. Um, you're you're just gonna by the end of you know whatever the day is, you're gonna think, man, I accomplished something. Like I accomplished my normal goals, but I also tried that one thing, man. No matter if it's you know uh, obtaining a new you know talent or you know, overcoming some fears too, man. Like, uh, I remember, you know, being afraid of heights for a long time, but then, you know, I kept, um, going on rides at amusement parks or this and that. And like, I got over my fear of heights, man. Like just simple stuff like that. You never know. Like, it's just, what can you try new today, man? What, what's a new thing you can accomplish today? So take that with you, man. Um, again, shout out to comms and shout out to you guys for listening. You can follow me on Instagram at RAV Phoenix. Follow anything Rise Again media related on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Rise Again Create. Guys, visit the, the website. The pre-order is over, but uh, man, just stay tuned. Uh, the big things on the way, but uh, anything that you know I have on the website from inspiration of photos to uh, new articles I've been writing, you can check out on RiseAgainCreate.com. Um, man, just thank you guys so much. Again, I, I know I say thank you all the time, but this month, and uh, the lead up to this collection has been nothing but love from you guys. And I just want to thank you so much. Um, and I, honestly, that's going to do it, man. I, I do have to say, got to plug the homie comms, man. Go stream Pumpkin Patch. Like he said, he's got new music on the way. Um, I've heard some of it, man. You guys, man, just be ready. Be ready for his music, man. It's something that um, I can't wait for you guys to hear. But other than that, guys, go support one another. Go love one another. And uh, man, always stay climbing. And we'll see you in the next one. Peace.